Okay, so now we are continuing and actually concluding letter 18 and discussing the second, the lower love, the love that we call the hidden natural love, the Ahavam Suteric. And this love is a love and desire that the soul is desiring and loving and wishing to be one with God, to be bound up with God. She desires tremendous proximity to God and it's so painful for her to feel distance from God have this iron partition of the forces of evil that separate her from God. So we have here a love for God, a fear of being alienated from him by the partition caused from those things that are opposite to his will. And this love is latent in the heart of every Jew, even the wicked. And this causes, this latent love is what's causing remorse. And all of us when we sin, and even the most sinful Jew generally has remorse. Now, if they possess this love, if they have remorse from the love, why are they sinning? But because the love is latent and concealed, because the love is in a state of exile in the body, it's possible for the evil forces to cover over it this spirit of folly that causes a person to sin. And the spirit of folly is hiding this love, is covering this love, so you lose the sensitivity to realize that sinning is jeopardizing your attachment to God. So what do we need to do? We have a twofold service here. First, to strengthen ourselves and prevail over the evil in all of its manifestations, to expel it completely from the body that has no dominion over us, expelling it from our thought, from our speech, from our actions, and the brain, and the tongue, and all of our organs. So there's no thoughts contrary to God's will, no speech contrary to God's will, no actions contrary to God's will. Once we vanquish the evil by turning away from it, by not thinking, speaking, or doing anything contrary to God, then the next step is to uncover the love that's latent within, that we should be permeated with positive thoughts, positive words, positive actions, that our mind will think about the greatness of God and our heart will feel this love for God. This love will result in enhancing our fulfillment of Torah and the commandments. So this hidden love is going to be revealed and all the powers of the soul's components in the body, primarily in the mind and in our thoughts, and the mind is serving to reveal this love, which is then manifest through the rest of the body. And the more we use our mind to think and to contemplate on the God, how he's a source of life, how he's a source of my own soul's life, see, I'm going to have a yearning, a desiring to be attached to God, to be near to God, with a very strong, innate yearning, like a child who yearns to be near his father like a fire which by its nature always rises upwards to go back to its source. So the more we set our mind to yearn, and it's going to become stronger and stronger, this yearning, and it will extend from the brain to the mouth and to all of the organs. So we're going to be occupied with Torah, with the commandments to really connect to God, because Torah and God are one. So the love's affecting my brain, my mouth, all my bodily organs, motivating me to study the Torah and to perform the commandments with greater love. And of this great manifestation of yearning, this love, it's written in Psalms, my soul thirsts for God. Like a person is thirsting for water and he doesn't have any pleasure from it yet. This love is like thirst. I'm seeking to cleave to God. I'm not experiencing any delight. I, I, I don't have him yet. I'm just feeling the thirst pain. The previously described love, 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 the love that's a delight, I've quenched my thirst. My love for God is realized. I'm actively cleaving to God. But here I'm thirsting. 
So the first thing the was focusing on for us to uncover this love was our thoughts, focusing, meditating, contemplating. The second thing that Abba says is prayer. To pray to God to help us bring out this love. Even though, again, this love is not a gift from above. It's possessed by every Jew. I need to reveal it by my spiritual service, but I'm praying to God to help me reveal the love, help liberate it from its concealment. Not in this section of Tanya, but in other sections discussing this, the Rebbe links the prayer also to charity. So also here we assume, in addition to meditating and thinking to uncover the law, in addition to prayer, that God should help us uncover the law, we should also give charity to help uncover the law. Because we want our heart just to be full of this love and no rival, no mundane desires should be in our heart. The yearning and the love should be the sole mistress in the house. To rule over that rival wife, to expel her from her thoughts, speech, and actions. We can't expel her from our heart, meaning in our heart, a regular person still has other desires. Only the saint, the tzaddik, can banish the desires from his heart. So we can still have the desires in our heart, but they won't find expression on our thoughts, on our speech, on our actions. So this rival, the animal soul, and her desires should be hidden, should be in a state of exile to be in servitude to the mistress of the house, the love for God. And we're just going to use that rival for essentials, for eating, for drinking, for those physical pursuits. We're going to use the animal soul's natural desires for physical things expressly for the spiritual purposes of the godly soul. My food and drink are there to provide me with the strength to be able to study the Torah and engage in divine service. As it's written in Proverbs, no God is no him in God in all your ways. So your ways means our physical activities. So even there in our physical activities, we're commanded to know him, to bind ourselves to God through the physical actions by utilizing them for the purposes designated by God, to know God. 